sound effects i love me some sound effects i love me some sound effects hey uh so speaking of sound effects yeah we had a request oh to hear some of the uh 150 spectacular sound effects <laughs> so uh so i went through and picked out a few oh no <laughs> so uh we're gonna get started off with a little farm animals Wow. <laughs> that is spectacular. Isn't that great? <laughs> Alright, coming up next, lions. Wow. It's a lion. Because when I when I think of lions, that's what I that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. Um, like a belch. Right. Cause yeah. it, or or almost like this uh like constipated kind of <laughs> growl, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh Jet flyby. Ready? Wow. That, that sounded pretty real. Yeah. I'm buying it. Yeah. I, I feel I feel it just like right over my head. Yeah. This is one of my favorites actually. <laughs> Baby laughing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do that baby laughing one again. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Car chase. This is a stereo effect. Ooh. So. Watch out. Yeah. If you have headphones on, you can hear the full stereo. Left, effect. right. Pan it now. All if right. You're listening. Pan it. Stagecoach. Oh gosh. Like okay, if you if you didn't tell me what that, that was, more- I would have had no idea. Yeah. Here, wait, wait. Let's do this. Give me one of them, and I'll try to tell you what it is. Okay. All right, go. Is that like a power tool, like a drill or a saw? That's a drill, yeah. All right. No. No, I put these two back to back for contrast. That's a drill. This is a saw. Oh. I hear the subtle nuances. Okay. Coming up next, a single B. 
And just in case you need it, just in case you need not a bee sound, but a wasp sound. Oh, boy. Here you go. Here's the wasp. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a fly? Yeah, I'm, I'm really scratching my head here trying to figure out the the difference. So, Wait, yeah. a couple more, a couple more. Here we go. Train leaving station. <laughs> Cat. Oh, jeez. Pigs feeding. <laughs> Pigs feeding. All right, oh, wow. you want to see if you can guess one? All right. All right, let's see here. I got to find a good one. Give me a hard uh, one. That one's too easy. Give me something here hard. Here we go. Here we go. Like a boat or a helicopter? Helicopter, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, here we go, here we go. What? <laughs> Some kind of animal breathing? I don't know. It's a tigress. A tigress? Yes. Ah. Mm -hmm. Again, the subtle nuances. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the the whole thing, <laughs> we were talking last episode, I, I inherited this CD from, from David, uh, 150 Spectacular Sound Effects, and... It wasn't from me. Oh, you inherited it from yes, someone else. Yes, don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> Dave was like, leave me out of this one. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, and and the 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 problem with the sound effects is, um, first of all, I don't know when you would ever need a tigress or a wasp, um, w what good that sound effect would do. But secondly, it's like they were all such poor sound effects and just sounded so cheesy and bad and compared to our yes our high class yes. band sound effects that's right because because yeah. david's the uh david's the master of finding excellent excellent <laughs> laugh tracks for our for our podcast and just in case you don't think we're funny <laughs> proves you wrong. listen to the track they're all <laughs> laughing how could we not be funny? That's right. Wow, that's bad. So uh, that's bad. So there you have it. Uh, a few of the uh, 150 spectacular sound effects. They were pretty spectacular, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, it's so, playing a little loose with the word spectacular. <laughs> but so so um, we were at the zoo on Saturday. Did you uh, see a tigress? W w we saw a tiger. I don't know about the tigress, and and definitely didn't sound like that. <laughs> uh, definitely did not sound like that. No, but but um, it, it's just it's amazing because though yeah, those sounds just don't really. When I was at the zoo, in front of the animals, like I felt like I was there because I was there. Listening to this, I don't really feel like I was there. No. Doesn't quite do it for you, does it? So, m here's my question: Did 
did they just like try to imitate the sounds themselves or did they like get a microphone and record a sound or and just do a I poor have, recording? You have the CD, so you would know better than I. I know. I should check the liner yeah. notes. I should check. I bet some of it is, you know, synthesized trying to recreate something. Mm. But I bet some of it is sampled. Boy, not that great sampling. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like 12 years old or something like it that. It is old, isn't so, it? Come on, give him a break. Yeah. Back in the day... It, it was spectacular. It may have been spectacular. Back in 1998, it was spectacular. Yes. Sure. So. There it is. Anyway. But yeah, so I was at the zoo on uh, Saturday. Which Oregon uh, has a really good zoo. It does. The Oregon it, Zoo. And and they actually just built a new... Uh, they just built like a whole new Africa. section. Yeah. Uh, uh, Serengeti is is the uh, predators of the Serengeti, um, which is a, a division of the Africa section. But it's it, it was it was actually kind of confusing because um, I remember growing up going to the zoo and they had just like the the four major sections. Uh, now they've moved everything around and they got new paths and you know um, I didn't realize how much walking you do at the zoo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's not like you know other parts of the country. You know, like in the Midwest, you know, and the the Indianapolis Zoo, it's all flat. Oh yeah, no, the the elevation change. I mean, you 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 go from being like at the top of this hill, and then all of a sudden you're down in the bottom. I mean, you're easily going up two or three thousand feet. It it yeah, it's it's pretty serious. And I'm pushing a stroller with two kids. Yeah, you know, and it's like heavy, and and my arms are sore, my legs are sore. Um, but we had a really good time. And it was fun. That's good. And we even bought a Zoom membership, so now we you can did. go back. Yeah, you we can go anytime you want. We can go anytime we want. You only have to go like three times, three or four times. To and get and your it pays for itself. Yep. There you go. And actually, Mel and I were talking about going with some friends this Friday. So, you know, hey, if you and Becky ever want to come, um, we get, check this out. As being a Zoom member, we get to bring one guest with us free. Wow. So one of you could be free. And... The rest of you, uh, you get 20% off general admission. So. Or if anybody out in podcast land wants to go to the Oregon Zoo, yeah. send Kevin an email. Send me an email. We'll hook it up. <laughs> I, get, I get all these like weird, all these like weirdos like, hey man, you want to go to the zoo? Uh, if you're a weirdo, please don't don't email me. But if, if, if you're cool. Well, and if you're a weirdo, you can uh, maybe stop listening to this podcast. Sure, well. <laughs> Although we're kind of weird ourselves, aren't we? Isn't everyone a weirdo? Yeah, I mean, in their own regard. Yeah. You know, here it is. It's not that everyone's a weirdo. It's just that we're all a little different. Yeah, we all, some of us are more different than others. We all have little idiosyncrasies. Mm-hmm. We all have little things that, you know, maybe seem annoying or bug people, but it's what makes us unique. Speaking of being unique. Yeah. Um, I'd like to take us into a brand new segment right now. Oh, here we go. This is what you were talking brand about. Brand new segment. Here we go. Can Kevin do it? Oh! Can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Wow! That, okay, so just, just for all those listening, that was the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> And I gotta say, I feel I feel honored. Do you? That you would write me my own theme music? Yeah, wow. man. Can you play that again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to hear it one you more hear time. One more time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Can 
man. Was was that? Did you do that whole thing? Yeah. Way to go. Well, except for the drums are a loop, but that was cool. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, so it's a brand new segment here on the show. Wow. And you know Kevin's a great guy. He's a great sport. He'll do anything. Oh boy! See now I'm nervous. Now, <laughs> yeah. Just again, FYI for you, those listening, I have no idea what Dave is about to do. And that's the whole do. point. You never have any idea. Oh gosh. What it is I'm going to ask you to do? Is this like a like a truth or dare thing? No. Like like I dare you to no, no, you know no. run around. No, it'll, I'll never put you in danger. Okay, thanks. It'll only be for comedic relief. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, not that we're short on comedic relief over yeah. here. <laughs> but you have to try it. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. And I won't I won't give you anything I wouldn't do myself. Okay. 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 So let me ask you <laughs> let me ask you if you can do this. Okay. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Can you raise your eyebrows? Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> that's just mean. You know I can't raise my eyebrows. I know. I had to start off there, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. Yeah. Okay. So, so just uh, for those of you who don't know, I I uh, I have this facial paralysis thing from like my my eyes up. And and I, I literally cannot move my I can't wrinkle my brow I can't I can't scrunch my face I can't lift my eyebrows I can't I can't raise them I can't do I I can't I can't do anything that requires movement of my forehead. <laughs> well, and we've told this story on the podcast yeah. before, but back in in college choir, I was lecturing the choir to raise their eyebrows to keep the pitch you know keep our pitch from going flat. And you're standing right there in the front, and I didn't really know you that well yet. And like, you're not raising your eyebrows. You're like, do it. <laughs> like, come What's on. wrong with you? <laughs> like, you st- I can't. Like, I, I physically can't do it. I physically can't. You know, so. I, ha- I had a similar experience in sign language. I took sign language in high school, and a big part of sign language is um, uh, you you use your face to help interpret meaning, and and, and there's certain things. There's certain like um, uh, when you're doing certain signs. If you're asking them as a question, you kind of point your eyebrows down. If you're asking them as a statement, you lift your eyebrows up. And, and so we were doing our test um, where we had to, you know, to our teacher, we had to assign the, the various whatever. And I, I got marked way down because I didn't use my my facial, you know, features. Um, and, and I had to like, after class, I'm like, hey, look, I, I really can't do it. And she didn't believe me. And I'm like, no, seriously, watch. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, look, nothing's happening. Did you have to get like a doctor's note or something? No, no. Did she believe you? Yeah, no. I, I think she, I think she was pretty blown away when, when I'm, when I'm like, look, ah, you know, and yeah, and yeah. A favorite game I used to play with with my friends is put like a like a sheet of paper over my face and then <laughs> and then you, you call it uh I, I i would call it um guess kevin's emotion and and because i can i can smile or frown or scowl or be surprised or be sad and and if if i'm covering my nose down you can't tell what emotion it is like literally and, and so so everyone would try to guess what it is and i i, I move the paper away and they're like oh you're sad i thought you were surprised <laughs> you wouldn't know so Anyway, can Kevin do it? No, he can't. I cannot raise my eyebrows. <laughs> can Kevin do yeah. it? Can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Can Kevin do it? Do it. Wow. All right, there you have it. First, uh, first installment ever of Can Kevin Do It. That was exciting. 
Well, I, thanks, I look forward to. Thanks for being a good sport. I, I look forward to that. future future episodes of Can <laughs> Kevin Do It. All right, so we we probably ought to get into the book here. Here we go, chapter ten. This is the last chapter. Yeah, and I didn't realize that until, like I was mentioning earlier, I I, I was sitting here on the couch, and I'm flipping towards the back, and I'm like, wow. There's this appendix section, which I never even really read the appendix when I when I went through this book. And yeah, there's an appendix in, in this chapter and there's like a little coda or epilogue, if you will. That that that's about it. Yeah. But there there's some good stuff in the appendix and we might just hit that stuff in one episode. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to read the appendix because I never really I never really read it. Well what uh one of the things in the appendix we have already talked about, we just mentioned that it was there. There's a music theory kind of the ABC's a music ah. appendix back there, which is helpful if you're not real familiar with all some of the ins and outs of music and stuff like that. And we talked about that back when we were talking about theory and harmony and all that stuff. So Yes. That's where that is. Appendix two. Uh there's a glossary in there. It's not quite as full as the Oxford Dictionary of Music, but there's a couple of good terms in there. <laughs> I have that book, by the way. It's the uh, pocket size edition, the, the pocket size Oxford. Yeah, I've got one that's it's not pocket size. It's a little bit bigger, but it's it's still like it's abridged or something. Yeah, it's not the it's complete good. thing, and it's it's decent size. But um, so we're on chapter ten yeah. of God's songs, and this technically is the last chapter. Although, as we mentioned, there is an uh, there's an epilogue, which I'm sure we'll go through. And then there's these uh, append- appendices. Is that how you say it? Do you say appendices? Yes, I think so. Okay. I want to make sure I'm using my uh, proper grammatical uh, language. Whatever. Proper grammar. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can it's really funny do that you it? butchered that up. Can Kevin you're do it? Every, every, time, every time I... <laughs> Every time I get stuck or at a loss for words, I'll, I'll just start singing my theme song. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to go home and tell my wife that I have my own theme song now. She's going to be thrilled. <laughs> She's going to be like, wow, Kevin, I always knew I, I was marrying a superstar. You are. Yeah, baby. You're a superstar to me. Woo. Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate that. All right. Chapter 10, Deace, Music That Ministers. Wait, what'd you say? Deace? Yeah. Is that? Isn't that that's Spanish for 10? I don't know Spanish. I took sign language. Here's 10 in sign language. There you go. (laughs) Did did everyone listening catch that? (laughs) All right. Music that ministers. Just a little heads up. We're kind of out of the songwriting material now. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, So chapter 10 is just kind of talking about... Um, selecting songs for worship and flow of worship, and you know, stuff and like truthfully, that. like having read this chapter, I, I I almost wish, and I understand it's a book on songwriting. I mean, it's called God Songs, um, but the subtitle is How to Write and Select Songs for Worship, and I I almost wish they would have spent a little bit more time, yeah, on 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 the, you know, the application of of selecting songs, leading worship. It's like a minor bait and switch. Yeah, you know, it's it, like, it is a little it's bit. It's like we want to write a book that appeals to a lot of people, but we really just wanted to write a songwriting book. <laughs> but we're going to throw a chapter in there on selecting songs <laughs> so we can call it how to write and, and select songs so everyone will want to buy mm-hmm. it. You know, so it's kind of like that. But, it, but you know, it is a good book. And I've actually yeah. recommended this to a number of people on my worship team. Um, 
both for the purpose of writing songs, but also because I think there's some good insight into just just songs and and, and worship songs. So we're getting into that with chapter ten here. So uh, three ministries. All of us Christians, whether we are songwriters, singers, preachers, teachers, or just disciples, are in the truest sense supposed to be ministers. Ministers. Which we've probably all heard that before. So we don't need to uh, get too deeply into it. But first, so he, our, he talks yeah. about he talks about kind of the the three minutes, and I, I've actually heard Paul share this um, at a conference. The the three ministries that every believer should have. There's the ministry to the Lord. Uh, you know, our fellowship, our praise. There's the ministry to one another. Um, that's the edifying, encouraging each other. And then there's the ministry to the world, evangelism, um, the, you know, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and, you know, I think it's that idea of, you know, love God, love others, make disciples, mm-hmm. um, which which is actually our, our vision statement at Laurelwood. Did I tell you we, we redid our, our kind Did of... Did you? Yeah, we redid our vision statement. Cool. Try to make it a lot more simpler and yeah because it used to be our vision (laughs) paragraph yeah it's like our vision is to uh is to reach east clark county i I, it's like the making disciples in east clark county Yeah, our vision is to make disciples in east clark county through ministries of the word worship and witness by using jesus christ as an example and you know it's like this whole big thing um (laughs) we we tried to like fit it on a water bottle and like ran out of room you know um Anyway, all that to say. Sorry. They were still trying to do the, do the inhaler over there. Uh, I'm trying to breathe, and then Kevin throws a joke out while I'm holding my breath. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's when we need the laugh track right there. Did you there. really try and fit the thing on the water bottle? Yeah, we did. We, we got all these. There it is. We got all these uh, Nalgene bottles, you know, and we wanted to do like custom Nalgene bottles, and we couldn't quite fit it on there. Is that what prompted the rewriting of the thing? No, oh, okay. no. So it goes a little deeper. It than was that. a little deeper. All that to say, the the, uh, the vision statement, the vision statement at Laurelwood now is loving God, loving others, making disciples. Good. Which which kind of fits in line with that that whole idea of uh, you know go out into all the world, you know. Um, which, by the way, if we could all do that effectively as a church, yeah, we'd be thriving. Th- think of think of the impact, right? Mm-hmm. If, if as a church we collectively kind of agreed to love God, to love others, and make disciples, it sounds good in theory. It's a lot harder in practicality. Yeah. So those are our three ministries, folks. But uh, back into the book, and these and these three ministries, each with a separate purpose, we find ample subject matter for all the songs we ever want to write. Mm. But uh, anyway, getting on, moving on from those three things, it talks about Jack Hayford, which we all know who Jack Hayford is. Church on the way. <laughs> you got to have a lot of vibrato in your voice. When you Jesus, be all glory, honor, and praise. Yeah. Cool, man. We rock. <laughs> Well, we left out the title of it, so we're we're actually uh, we're legal. We're legal, so cool. we're, we're good there. <laughs> but um, no, I thought the idea that that they were talking about how they uh, how they would do the invitation to receive Christ before the sermon, after the worship time, that was interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, I get what they're saying, you know, or, or at least the idea, you know, this worship evangelism thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they even have a little blurb here. 
Uh, an unconverted person among worshiping Christians doesn't have to hear a sermon to convince him that he needs the Lord. The Holy Spirit, inhabiting the praises of his people, convinces him of that. We've often seen more people come to Christ in worship times. Than, um, do you remember Moltenoma? Did you have to read that book, uh, that Sally Morgenthaler book, Worship, worship Evangelism? Evangelism? I read it at some point. I don't remember when. I read it too. I thought there were some good things in there. I like what she had to say. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's for another podcast. That's another one. But um, Hey, when we're done with this book, the first podcast we should do is Worship Evangelism. Yeah? A whole other book? No, no, not the book. Like, oh. just, just, no. <laughs> like, I was kind of looking forward to being on a little break done. from no, going no, through I, book. I mean, I mean, we should... <laughs> I mean, we should talk about the subject of worship evangelism. Oh, okay. okay. As like as like a one episode subject. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Let's go through fourteen <laughs> chapters of worship. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, most of us will agree that the single most important quality we could hope for in a Christian song is the power of the Holy Spirit on it. Mm. And what is it that invokes this presence, this power on a mere song? It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You know, and I've said before, I know I know I've said it a couple times in previous podcasts, you know, some songs, man, like they're just anointed by God. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I I've done songs before where I've completely I've led them and I've completely screwed it up. I I've played the wrong chords. I I I switched keys at at the wrong time. The band was off. My voice was cracking. Everything about the song sucked. And and then after church, oh, that, I was just in tears. I was just you know, I was just so in, engaged in worship and it's like, "Really? How's that possible?" Yeah. Because I I screwed the song up. Some songs are just anointed. Yep. And you don't really have to do anything. They just work. Man. Love it. Richness in our message and music comes from what we've put into the mixing bowl of our minds and characters. <laughs> That's a great little analogy there. Yeah. The mixing bowl of our minds and character. A mind of depth and breath will produce a message of substance. Um, so then it gets into, you know, it doesn't matter what we've listened to. Yeah. Um and, you know, it's that whole idea of, of you know, what what are we what are we filling our minds with? What are we surrounded by? I mean, that that's going to influence us. And, you know, j- just like you and I have talked about for, you know, for us, I mean, listening to different styles of music has been inspiring to to help us creatively, um, you know, work on our own arrangements, work on our own songs, uh, being able to take little nuances, whatever. You know, it, it all comes from what we're putting in there. Um, which begs the question, does that mean we only have to listen to Christian music? Well, mm. that's a battle that has been fought for many years, but, um, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on you as a person, you know, I think that, you know, like we've talked about musically, there's good in listening to secular music and, and what the world is doing out there. So you so you have an idea and you get those ideas in your mind and then you can produce similar ideas that kind of keeps the church in, in line with culture. So that's a that's a good thing to do. But there are definitely messages in the lyrics of a lot of these songs that, that are not worth learning. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are there are plenty of plenty of things you should not put put in your mind. I'm I th- I'm coming to realize I'm one of the more uh, I'm a different person. I don't I don't listen to the lyrics until I 
like force myself to listen to the lyrics. Like I listen to the melody of the lyrics and kind of where the melody's going, but mm-hmm. I'm listening to like just the whole the whole package of music together before I get into listening to the lyrics. So 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 you kinda have a you kinda have a different different take on it then? Yeah. So for me it's like I can it's it's easier and some songs and some styles are, are easier, I should say. Sure. But um it's it's easier for me to just hear the music and, and pick up musical ideas than to pick up lyrical ideas. Anyway. Sure. Um, so he's talking about what what is it that we listen to? What are we filling our minds with, basically? That's what's going to come out in our songwriting. That's, that's also what's going to come out in, in our worship planning. In our, you know, whatever's going in into us, what, whatever we're feeding is what we're going to produce. Right, so, right, right. So that's why, you know, if, st- if snatches of scripture containing guidance and insight flash into our minds at appropriate times, it's because we've planted them there for the Holy Spirit to bring to our remembrance when we need them. So, yeah, and it's the same thing with songwriting. Right, right. Um, so Buddy Owens, Jim and Carol's son, um, he wrote a book, The Way of the Worshipper. And he uh, he keys into this Colossians three sixteen verse, which um, uh, Pastor Mike over at Laurelwood he he uses this verse all the time. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, uh, in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And and, and I I love that verse as well. And they kind of break this down into you know why why this could be such so so important for the worship leader. Um, you know, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Um, you know, it's not it's not just a, a quick visit. You gotta let it take residence. You know, richly soaking it up, um, soaking up all the flavors of your life. You know, get, giving giving an opportunity for it to just become a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great idea and something I think for all of us worship leaders to to take to heart. You know, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. But, you know, talking about that and the word of Christ dwelling in you, that's the only way to do like what Paul was talking about earlier and we've talked about before is um, is praying songs and singing psalms. Yeah. If they're not in there, they're not going to come out. Like, it would be hard to just, like, open up a psalm and just start singing it, you know. Right, but but if it's a part of who you are, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, we've we've read that section about, you know, Paul Balash walking around his church just with his Bible singing singing some of these psalms and out of that, you know, some of his songs have been born. Um, you know, kind of a cool picture. Um Hey, do we have time to go to the next section? No. Oh, okay. No, we're gonna have to cut it. <laughs> All right. Cut it short and hit it in the hit it in the next episode. We'll hit it. The next episode. So hey. See, I I'm I'm actually looking forward to this next section because this is this is uh <laughs> There, there's like three pages, only well three or four pages where he talks about selecting songs, and I wish those three or four pages were more like you know twenty three or, or four thirty chapters. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, hey, this has been uh, another episode of Worship Ministry Catalyst. Yes, we are here for you to help you do whatever you do and do it better, and to help provide spectacular sound effects. <laughs> that's for, right. Yeah. Where is it? There we go. Yay! So hey. Thanks for listening to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. You can get in touch with us online at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can also uh, send us an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Yeah!
And you can join our social network, worshipministrycatalyst.com. There it is. But hey, and one other thing I'm, I'm uh, doing on the website, I'm working up a, a directory kind of, of worship leaders who have an online presence of some sort. Wow. So whether that be a blog or even just a Twitter account, you know, Twitter feed that you've got, or if you have a Facebook page that you'd like to share with everybody, you can head over to our website, worshipministrycatalyst.com, click on WMC Network, and then you'll... Uh, That's cool. You can uh, put in your your information to submit, you know, submit your information to the directory. And it's it's organized by state and by, like, geographical Whoa. area. So, like, the idea is that... So there's a there's a southwest Washington section. The idea yeah. is that um, there'll be you know enough a biggest section of, of worship leaders from southwest Washington that, that put their information online. Then you know you have information you can go uh, find support, go get together with some guys, go have coffee with some other people in the area doing the same thing as you. So cool. Trying to facilitate some networking in your area. That's a networking resource right yeah, there. Yeah, not in your not just online via podcast but in person so that's cool since we can't be there we're gonna try and help provide you with someone who can so there we go another episode in the can we'll talk to you again soon bye